Hello, and welcome to Weed and Grub. What did you call the smash patty? Lacy? Lacy, the crispy outer edges. I think that consistency could be referred to as lacy. Yeah, I agree. Mm -hmm. Uh, I also think I hate a smash burger. Whoa. I'm so glad that we experienced it. It was a fun adventure on the weekend. I have never left a place more unsatisfied with a mouthful of meat than a smash burger. What? This is a huge controversy up top. I'm just saying that I had it. I tried it. Maybe I should have gotten a double. <laughs> Producer Mark says what amen. Mark? Up amen. top. Yo, amen. let's go. Death to smash burgers? Death to a smash burger. It's Whoa. the idea of a burger. I'm paying the idea I'm paying for the idea <laughs> of what a burger is. It's I, nonsense. I am receiving my own education in what a smash burger is and I t- I truly please say more about this. The idea I'm of only going to say more if you'll share your opinion. I'm not the only one digging a hole. If you're going to get in the trenches with me, I'll keep going. <laughs> I didn't even know what a smash burger was until you told me that it was like something that I needed to know about. Yeah. I think it's important to try, but it's not important to like enjoy (laughs) again. (laughs) Well, I had always like a a favorite burger for me has always been that like juicy, fat, you know, gastro pubby kind of, you know. The kind of thing where it needs a long like thing to hold it together when they serve it to you. A long thing like to a, hold. Like a long sword. Oh, sure. Yeah. It's, yeah. Got, it's got a thing that stabs it to, to hold all the pieces together when you bite into it. Like they take a temperature on it. You know, a burger that you take a temperature on, it's got all of the sort of like, you know, the different like sauces and drips and drizzes and, and stuff. But as far as I understand it, a smash burger is truly like just the smashed patty with some condiments and maybe a, a like a potato bun. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. And just in case anyone listening didn't know what a smash burger was, I, I had to say because I didn't know. Right. It's very flat, very thin, lacy edges, perhaps, potentially. Yeah. Yeah. But the best part of a McDonald's hamburger isn't the cheese paper. Is a McDonald's burger a smash burger? No, but I'm saying like a lacy edge shouldn't be your favorite part of a burger. <laughs> and that's what everyone is going to is like this textural like um euphoria in the in the in the smash burger realm it's oh the texture and the crunch and the burn like i love a crispy edge of a bacon um i love when a grilled cheese the melted cheese on the skillet gets all crispy Mm -hmm. but i want a burger and i want that cheese to be the lacy part not the burger itself what do you want yeah from the meat you want that fatty juicy salty Meat. Nothing rolls down your Thing. arm when you're eating a smash burger. Thank you for getting me there. That is 100% the problem. Nothing rolls down the arm. You need the wrist juice. I need wrist juice. Okay. What do you think about uh, Irv's burgers qualifying as a smash burger? Because I recently had Irv's with you. Shout out Eric Greenspan. Yep. I think that is technically because it's the flat, the thin patty, right? Does it have a lacy edge to it? I don't remember a lacy edge. I just remember how fucking delicious it was. And I want to go back for more. I don't have a problem with a thin patty. I have a problem with a smashed patty. Okay. 
And I think that the Irv's burger is a smash patty. Right. Or not a smash, is a thin patty. Thin patty. Yeah. Okay. Like under the ratio of like a White Castle style thinness. Gotcha. Let you. me pull up the picture. I, it's on my screen. <laughs> it's my screensaver. But you're mad about the smash burger because we had the experience of the very expensive, trendy, hipster, Silver Lake smash burger situation. Yeah. Is that why you're mad? I am mad. It was okay. expensive and nonsense. It was expensive. I did Does enjoy- that, that doesn't look like a smash burger. Uh, is this Irv's? Yeah. No, that's not a smash burger. You're uh, so right. I'll show it to our guests well, when we get to them. Oh, in a yeah. Moment. When we are our VIB. Are very important. I'm excited. Um, so, anyway, what's your feeling on a Smash Burger? Um, recently learned about it. Not a convert. Love Herbs Burgers. We'll go anytime. Always going to look for that fat, juicy baby. Okay. Um, <laughs> great. So, we do we agree that the Smash Burger is overrated as a burger? I think so. I mean, $42 for two burgers and two fries with a cheese sauce and a couple of sodas seems. Wild. I didn't even think about the price point. Holy I just thought about Moses. how I was I was looking forward to like having dinner. As soon as I ate the smash burger, I thought about dinner. You know I, what I mean? As soon as I ate that smash burger, I thought about how everyone harps on millennials for being like, you know, consuming avocado toast. And I was like, well, it's not the avocado toast that's the problem. It's obviously the fucking smash burgers. But also, <laughs> you know, it's actually not our fault because it's uh, the elders who ruined everything for us. So yeah, well, yeah. The, I don't want to get into that necessarily. <laughs> is this a good place to say what's up? <laughs> yeah, what up, Mary Jane? How's it going, Mike? Good. Welcome to Weed and Grub, everyone. This is a podcast about comedy, cannabis, culture, cooking, calling shit out, and, especially, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and big fights about food. Yeah, big big fights and big mouthfuls of deliciousness. Yep. And, yeah, and big opinions and hot takes. I think this is going to be a food forward up. I think this is going to be a very snack snacktastic episode. Well, let's introduce our VIB then. Let's do it. Our very important bud. Tema, you're here. Thank you so much for being here. A dream come true. Like I said before, I just am so happy to be here with you guys. I was doing everything in my power, though, to hold back from jumping right into this hot topic of smash burgers. Okay. Wrist juice, lace. Are you kidding? This is new vocabulary for me. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds pretty like a, like kind of like a Victorian porn when you talk about it that way. Food porn is my jam. So either way, throw more. Yes, I'll take Victorian jam as well. That sounds great. <laughs> I, it, tale as old as time. History. Let's go. You do you do have a, a joke that I've seen you perform uh, to a sold out room where you uh, emulate a, a piece of meat falling off a bone. It's one of my favorite favorite <laughs> jokes. Thank you for bringing it up. Yes. Um, yeah, it's a it's my impression of a singing slow cooked piece of meat falling off of the bone. <laughs> Mike has seen it. Um, he's seen it actually from the very beginning, probably to the evolution of the whole bit. Too. Yeah, it's. I'm so glad you stuck with it because it has oh, yeah. grown into a closer of, of of sorts. And that's what I've been doing lately with it too. It's fun. It's great. Oh, my God. Well, before we get into wrist juice and lace, we got to just say a little bit about who you are for our listeners, sure. because we've all known each other for a long time. You're in the comedy scene and the weed scene here mm -hmm. in L.A. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Could you just give us a little bit about yourself? Absolutely. Up top? So I've been working in the entertainment industry now since essentially 2009. Started doing stand up in March 2009, my second semester of my senior year at Bloomington, Indiana and uh, Indiana University. Mm -hmm. So. Um, moved back to LA, which is where I'm from, and threw myself into the biz, started doing background acting, set PA work, and then that turned into being a stand-in, which is what I've been doing now professionally for the last six and a half years. Um, and also I love cannabis, so I found myself um, actually hosting a weekly 420-friendly comedy show at the uh, RIP Wake and Bake Breakfast Club in North Hollywood. And that was 18 months of hosting that show. It was a really fun show. Um, 
big success as well. And then uh, once the pandemic hit, I found myself actually working in the cannabis industry for a little bit as well. So I started working at the Higher Path, mm -hmm. which is uh, thanks to Adrian, our mutual friend, our mutual bud. Yeah, shout, shout out, out Adrian to Adrian Earhart. Yeah. Hello. And um, that's really when I would say I became a real bud tender because that's also where I learned the education behind cannabis and like terpenes and just the medicinal uses, recreational uses and cannabinoids and and just um, I think actually becoming a bud tender and working in cannabis helped me better understand my relationship with cannabis, mm -hmm. which is so huge if you're going to be a consumer. So I have been able to, <laughs> I don't want to use the term self-medicate because that's a little bit like controversial right but I understand how to self-dose properly if that makes more sense so I know like what's going to make me feel good what's not going to necessarily make me feel comfortable like you know what's more racy inducing what's like you know more creative inducing sleep inducing so I love working with the different terpenes and just being able to kind of pick and choose so um yeah that's a uh, that's kind of in a nutshell and then right now I've been working on um, Abbott Elementary what? on ABC. So it's been a fun journey. It's been pretty cool. Number so. one show in the game. Congratulations. Yeah, Thank you so much. That must yeah. be just a really neat set to be on. It's a cherry on top. Ooh. It really is. It's the best set I've worked on. And I've worked on a lot of really good sets. And I've it's been a really fun time. But there's something about this set. Everyone wants to be there. Mm -hmm. The shooting hours are chef's kiss like it's mockumentary style too so it's all at the office and it's just it's fun all the actors are just so talented everyone's so nice and personable quinta brunson oh my god just like the most personable person mm -hmm. um how many times can i say person in one <laughs> sentence um, i think five personable person to many persons people <laughs> yes <laughs> epitomizing personhood yes yeah. absolutely quinta person to quinta persons <laughs> um so and then just what also is really cool because um even though i'm a stand-in on the show i'm an actor as well and i feel that stand-in work has helped me become a better actor for television and with this show in particular, what's really amazing is that we actually have to do second team rehearsals. So for those of you listening who don't know what a stand-in actually is, my job is to stand on the actor's marks while grip camera and electric set up the shot for the scene. So oftentimes in certain shows, like if it's just a multi-cam or if it's just like two cameras, sometimes they just use your body as like a warm body just to light things. And then they bring in first team to do a first team rehearsal and then go to picture. Mm -hmm. On our show, we actually do a second team rehearsal where we actually run through the scene and it gives me the opportunity to be off book, throw my dialogue, you know, just like put my little twist on it, have fun with the whole process. Block. Block. Yeah. And, and are you standing for a particular character? I am for oh. Lisa Ann Walter, who plays Melissa Shimenti. Oh, my God. Yeah. Awesome. It's the best. Wow. She is a, an absolute doll. She's so talented. And funny enough, we actually have a personal connection. Her oldest son and I went to Temple Israel of Hollywood together. Oh my God! What are the chances? Oi, it's, uh, it's Kanye wild. just turned our podcast off. God damn! It. <laughs> God damn it! Uh, Sorry, Con. No, we don't need that name anymore. Anyway. No. <laughs> throw it out. Throw it out. I have a question about that. Yeah. Um, about being off book and doing yeah. blogging and second team rehearsals. Uh, when when you are doing that, are you like doing it real time because they light you and then you do it in real time and you act it and maybe you find some business and you want to do things like do you do that or are you 
are you like saying the line and then hitting a mark? Like, what does it look like to be on set? Because so many people have never been on set and then you're on set for the first time and that's the only way you can learn how to be on set. Totally. Um, So we watch the rehearsals with first team. So that's usually how it goes on the day is that they um, they do either a private rehearsal or an open rehearsal with the first team actors. And then... First team meaning just like the, the, the cast, actors, right? actors, yep. correct. Mm-hmm. Yes, the cast. And then um, they run it with the director, the DP, and then they say marking rehearsal, which means everyone's open to come and watch it. And the marks are basically to, you know, with the, the marks that the camera department are actually laying on the um, actor's feet. They're specific to the beats. So mm-hmm. it's like if this person moves here on this line, that's what I have to pay attention to. So my job really is to pay close attention to the details, like what side is this actor turning on? Or like it's very specific because of lighting. Yeah. So not only has it made me a better actor for camera, but also it's made me more conscious of like surrounding and lighting and it's just a whole... thing so when it comes to like actually like following I really do stay true to the the choreography obviously the because you you need to obviously it's I'm I'm not the first teamer right there so yeah but but we're talking about technique now right like onset we've talked because Mm -hmm. I'm um my whole acting background Mm -hmm. is just showing up and improvising and not really right. doing the same thing twice in a row, mm-hmm. right? Just yeah. options, options, options. Like, but through Mary Jane and through he- hearing about like what it's like to be on second team, mm-hmm. technique is so crucial. And if consistency you're be on set. is key, right? Like, Very. Yeah. I think I really learned that when I was understudying. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, we finally got our understudy rehearsal where I got to get on stage and I never got to do that particular show in front of an audience, but I ran through the whole thing with the director mm-hmm. and he was really like, oh, you missed that one part where she does this cool little thing with right. her foot. And I was like, whoa, down to that degree. And Mike and I were having this conversation recently about how when you're an understudy, you don't get a chance to make it yours. You are really, truly delivering the performance that was rehearsed with someone else. And so that in and of itself is its own special bag of tricks sure absolutely it's so interesting so i do get to put my spin on it like just well i bring my essence to to work every day anyway so like i fall into a little bit of an east coast accent just naturally or like i just i always write down my objectives for each scene so like that gives me more like zhuzh and just fire that's what you want right it is exactly what you want it's what you want what your character wants study yes of course so i fortunately have been blessed with a really great memory no matter how much cannabis i have smoked but that said i can get off book really quickly and camera notices it not mm-hmm. just camera, but producers and the director, like everyone notices. And like earlier this week, for example, we had um we had a guest star um, director on our episode and I've worked with her before. And she actually directed the episode of Life in Pieces that I was on where it was my debut like on camera. Yeah, yeah. Performance, yeah. which was amazing. And we were doing a second team rehearsal. I was standing in for a kid. I had one line to deliver. I delivered it. And she was like, Tema, you booked the part. Like in front of everyone. Yeah. Jokingly, of course, because obviously she was like, you know, not really, but you know what I mean. Right. You but nailed still, it. Yeah. Giving you your roses yes. in front of everyone. That, But that means yeah. so much to me, like to have that recognition. And I know my place. But at the same time, I, I've worked very hard. And I also I'm not going to be a second teamer for my entire life. But this is just, it feels good to be in a place where I know I'm I'm valued mm-hmm. for my craft, for my work, for my consistency. Well, and you're not a second teamer because weren't you, was it at Sundance? Where'd your movie drop? That is, uh, yeah. Sundance? Yeah, it was Sundance. Yeah. I got So I got 
a call from a friend of mine who used to PA and is now a, a DGA member. Like he's a first AD. And he was like, hey, Tema, um, kind of random, but I don't know what your schedule's like. I was curious if you'd be interested in coming in for an interview. I'm in need of two female background actors with really strong comedic timing. So I called, I got called in and I found out that it was for this little indie feature starring St. Vincent and Carrie Brownstein. <laughs> Like, no big deal. Uh, Bill Benz is directing it. And just like, okay, so let's go. And basically what happened was I, I, I got booked on it. And then I brought in my friend Erica, who I just worked with on a pilot. And we got cast as the camera operator and the um, boom mic operator for Carrie Brownstein's like little, you know, film crew going around that's filming St. Vincent on this tour. And then we ended up getting upgraded to first team, which is how we actually got contracted and like credited in the movie. So Hell that's yes. that was how that all happened. A lot of a lot of my work has been word of mouth, man. It's been really always I've been very lucky. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's, you know the saying it's not like what you know, it's who you know. Mm -hmm. Well, it's also not who you know, it's who knows you. So yeah. keep that name circulating. And how you show up. I mean Totally. That means so much. Your impression is so like it's everything. It so, is. Yeah. Strong work ethic. I mean, honestly, work hard and be likable mm -hmm. and you know, don't be late. That's really the best advice you can give someone. Fuck yeah. Yep. It's simple. Five it's... minutes early is on time, right? Yeah. I We're had late. a conversation Some with someone. That. Yeah. So, yeah, I had a conversation recently with someone who I, I made that joke and he was like, oh no, five minutes early is late. Yeah. 20 minutes early is on time. Okay, in my but gig. like, we live in LA. <laughs> Let's be honest. Sometimes they're pulling in, but like people are just coming in by the skin of their teeth. Sure. And, like, when you texted me today and you were like 30 extra minutes, I was like, oh, my God, this actually means I can be on time today. A hundred percent. I um, speaking of things that we were doing before the podcast, uh, <laughs> I flew to Oakland today and right back. What? I know this is going to this is really strange, but um, not really. Were you like carrying weight? Uh, I'm always carrying baggage, Mary Jane. Let's be honest. <laughs> I mean, did you have a pound of weed on you? No, yeah. Like yeah, yeah, no, I was going for a drug deal. No, I wasn't actually. No, um, Southwest mm. was offering a travel companion program. So basically, if you booked a flight by a certain date and then traveled within a certain time period for next January through March of 2023, you can travel with someone for free. Like someone can travel with you for free. Okay. The travel companion pass. So my mom and I today flew up to Oakland, $69 each way. Nice. Uh -huh. <laughs> and then, then what'd you right do? Back. Grab some French toast and a Not at orange all. juice? Sat in a, you know, one of the um, what do you call it? The gates that was empty because there were less people there. I mean, <laughs> really fun times. Um, no, it was fine. It was just a simple trip. We just wanted to be able to like Wild. travel somewhere close. That was cheap. so. This this That's is a so good smart. spot to yeah. bring up the fact that you travel like I pretty love extensively. To travel and and because you, you and your family hang out, like you all like we each do. other. We do. Jealous, yeah. jealous, yeah, jealous, jealous, jealous is someone yeah. who doesn't necessarily have that. My <laughs> no, but like it's, you guys, you guys chill together as we a do. cool tight unit. Yeah. yeah why do you like blessed. your family? Yeah. What's up with that? What's up, Tama? Why There's the hell so do you like your family? Th There's so many reasons. There's also so many reasons I don't like my no. 
kidding. <laughs> um, I love my, I've been really lucky. I, um, I grew up here and I have been, I mean, my parents still live in the same house that I grew up in basically. So moved in on my fifth birthday into Toluca Lake. Still the Lovely. best birthday gift I've received, by the way. Toluca Lake is um, the place in LA for Halloween decorations. Am I right? Girl, you got to come. Yeah. You got to come check it out. Okay, cool. We're leveling it up even more this year. I'm, okay. Like, and also we've got Rick Baker across the street who is like the The movie one, makeup like, man? The movie makeup man. Oh, Holy shit. fuck. He yeah. did, I think, Hellraiser. Yeah, he's done a, he Whoa, did American really? Werewolf in Paris, yeah. Monsters, like all the classic hits, Men in Black. Should Whoa. I, I mean, my back hurts. Let me pick up these names. <laughs> <laughs> what, is, what does Rick Baker's house look like? Well, um, he currently, Halloween. if you go to his Instagram at the Rick Baker, you actually can see how he's been putting together what he's been putting. He oh. has a legit set piece in his driveway. And I have no idea what this man is up to, but every single year he throws a curveball. And um, and Roy Disney also, I'm like, drop. I'm really dropping names. Well, but. listen. Well, look, this is who you <laughs> live next go to. to your neighborhood. What this are we is, talking about? This, this is, is how it is. This is the thing. I mean, I remember... <sighs> I'm going to drop one more name. When I was younger, Jennifer Love Hewitt was in the neighborhood and I was so excited to go and trick or treat at her house. Mm -hmm. And I made her laugh because I told her what my outfit was, my costume. I was dressed in a Chicago Bulls jersey with a basketball and cuts and bruises all over me. And I said I was someone who got into Dennis Rodman's way. (laughs) (laughs) That's very funny. And she loved it. She loved it. I made such a strong impression. Um, But yeah, it's just Halloween in Toluca Lake has always been just my favorite thing. And it's my favorite holiday, too. So Hell yes. It's really nostalgic. People go all out. And I think that there's just something so special about that spirit of Halloween in the neighborhood and just people wanting to just... Go balls to the wall. So balls to the wall. Yeah, oh, it's crazy. Fucking love it. But to circle back to my family and spending time with them and traveling, traveling, I definitely want to get into because there has been so much fun travel that I've done even just in this year alone. I mean, Oklahoma you know, or Oakland. <laughs> o- yeah. Oklahoma. O- Oakland was a hot one this morning for That's sure. Cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's a smart to move. Oakland today. Um, Let's see. I uh, recently on my last hiatus, I got to do Carlsbad and then Laguna. So it was like a beach kind of travel thing. Nice. Um, my birthday, I rung in 35 in New Orleans. Wow. Have you guys been to New Orleans? I showed my boobs on Bourbon Street one time. Fantastic. How did did you get go? beads or not? I did. I got I got beads. I got beads. Um, oh, you got beads. I huh? got beads. <laughs> oh, you got beads. Oh, you got beads. I huh? did get beads. Yeah. I had to do Wait, it. And then I, I immediately another... felt weird about it. It was an interesting like, this is what you do because this is what everyone does. And then immediately I was like, oh, I wonder. But then it was fine. It was fine. I have technique questions as we talk about yeah. travel because I've never oh, been to Mark New Orleans. Mark got beads. Producer got Mark beads. says. Producer Mark. Yep. Fantastic. I got beads. Press those nips again. The glass, homie. What color? Yeah, show us your beads. <laughs> what are when your technique questions? When you show your boobs on Bourbon Street, mm-hmm. do you pull down the shirt or do you lift up That's the shirt? That's a really great question. I was wearing a fishnet dress, so I just like kind of yoinked them out the V-neck cleavage situation. So it was I a like downside. Yoink. Yeah, yeah a I, I did a, a yoinker. It was a yoinker. It was an old yoink and hoist. <laughs> You know. Oh my God. Wrist juice lacing, <laughs> yoink and hoist. Yeah, my the old yoink and hoist, you know. Really pumping up. Welcome to Weed and Grub. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only Weed and Grub. <laughs> I love it. It's so great. Did you do a yoink and hoist when you were in? I did not. No. no. Uh, I would have, but I. Uh, I'll go with you next time. We'll do it together. You? Yeah. I want to go back. I've been literally dreaming about going back to New Orleans. New Orleans and going back to the Maldives. The Maldives is. Um, that was your fucking trip where you went to like Dubai. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we did Dubai and the Maldives. Wow. Um, 
very lucky that I was able to go on that trip. Mm -hmm. That was a funny situation because my mom had um, gotten invited to go on this trip. It was with 15 other women between the ages of 50 and 75. Um, I got to go be a part of that trip. Uh, My mom and I were the only mother-daughter duo but I brought down that age average and everyone else was really grateful for that. Yeah, <laughs> so, and I awesome. saw like, Good your, I was following yes. you on IG cause it was the best escape was to see what you were up to oh. and where you were. And, um, you were like doing, you know, you were always like making them laugh and, you know, they set you up to do act- a couple shows. I actually I think. got to perform for this group of women in the Maldives and the Wild. way that it all went down to was just bizarre. It was so funny because when they all found out that I was a comedian, they were like, Oh my God, are you going to perform for us? I'm like, <laughs> I'm on vacation too miss. <laughs> you know yeah. um but it was not going to happen in dubai and i was i said to Alyssa, who um was one of the ladies who helped spearhead this whole trip she um i i said to her when could we do something she said let's do it when we're in the maldives because it's going to be more relaxed there's not as big of an agenda um they're not going to flog you if you're not appropriately attired exactly <laughs> you know yeah the the yoink and hoist is definitely yeah the old yoink not. and hoist i would have been <laughs> it's not their 30 lashes there. <laughs> yeah exactly so um so it was on friday night because we did five nights in dubai and then four nights in the maldives and the journey to get there is very very long as well i mean first of all to get from la to we did lax to doha in Qatar. And then Doha to Dubai. Wild. Dubai to Malé, which is the international airport for the Maldives. Mm -hmm. And then from Malé, you take one of those little seaplanes. Oh, fun. Yeah. Yeah. So So it's like Indiana Jones style. Oh, totally. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was Indiana Jones on that. Did you bring edibles? uh, Oh, with me on the trip? I thought you asked me now. I was like, no, actually, funny that you asked that because um, it's so forbidden over there. And like I've heard so many horror stories of people go like getting busted at the airport and then getting detained. And I don't want that. Not worth it. Not worth it at all. Yeah. So what I did in preparation for that actually is I got sober. I did the California sober thing in January. So it was like January 7th. I was like, I want 21 days before I go on this trip to be completely clear of cannabis. That's awesome. What a great idea. It was so smart. And I'm really glad I did it because I can tell that it helped me so much because had I been on that trip and had just smoked, anxiety, man, is real. And that kicks in. And when you go off of cannabis like that, I mean... You know, it's... I'm it's, a crabby bitch. I yeah, <laughs> I, and I heard your episode with in Amsterdam and everything, and, like, no one wants to be like that. So right. you kind of have to prepare in some way, and that I, was what I chose to do. I so. do have to say, too, that I like your redefinite... Because Cali Sober is... I've heard Cali Sober is being where, you like, you cut everything out. Right. Except for plant medicine. Right, right, yeah. But you're saying your version was, like... You're cutting weed out for three weeks. Yeah. I shouldn't say California sober. I was definitely not alcohol sober. I I mean, not to say I substituted it. Right, right. But I definitely, I mean, cannabis, it's so much a part of our lifestyle and what we do, whether it's medicinal, recreational. But it was one of those things where, like, if you even just take a day off or even if you're cutting back, you can feel that. Yeah. So having to go... I ended up being 31 or 32 days like sober of weed and I mean I felt good I felt fine Mm -hmm. it it was kind of like and then getting back into cannabis I kind of realized you know what maybe I don't want to smoke that much anymore and then next thing you know next week or two weeks later I'm like (laughs) back to the grind yeah (laughs) are you but are you happy on that grind 
Like, are, are you like, are you happy with your consumption level? I think more or less? now I'm in a really good place because I think that, you know, moderation is key with anything really. And, um, I will get myself so stoned to the point where I just start munching and I can't stop. Mm. And I don't like the feeling of losing control. That's not my favorite. Yep. And cause that plays so much into like, you know, what you put in your body and how you feel and weight gain, weight loss and, um, being on camera and just looking a certain way not to get too much into like the physical aspect but also it really comes I say physical also like in terms of how your body feels right like you can get into gastro problems like if you're not really putting good stuff into your body and so um we have a friend uh Michael Gable who's on the show he's a mm -hmm. male model and he says it's not what you eat the night before it's what you eat two weeks before the show which I fucking love because it's like you know you could eat that burger the night before and it's like whatever but it's like all the things you did two weeks ago at that party huh. that are finally yeah. being put into practice to and so it's like he's always thinking in terms of like that long game when it comes to what he's putting in his body in case of an opportunity yeah, which I, I really like, like just as like a way to live yeah, in general totally. you know what i mean yeah like i um you know it's it's like it's like when you're hung over from alcohol but it's like the third day mm-hmm. and you're like yo it's the third day of my head feeling like this. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? That's yeah. not, that's crazy. Yeah, your cells are still yeah. all shriveled and weird. Yeah, totally. I will say I'm doing sober October right now. Or How do you feel? Like, or no alcohol October, I okay. should say. I'm plenty of weed and sure. mushrooms October. Yeah. I feel great uh, because I had just gotten to a place over the summer with just everything that was going on in my life, like mm-hmm. I finally really truly like physically needed a break from alcohol. Like mm-hmm. I, we, uh, we ended up at a business conference in Las Vegas and we were like on the casino floor at one point and I had like a drink in my hand and I was like, this just truly feels like poison in my body. Mm-hmm. I just need to take a break. And so it's been awesome to take a break and sort of recalibrate. But what I've also allowed myself to do in that moment is just not worry about, um, any of the uh, other things that I'm choosing to like not have in place of alcohol, but like, I'm like, you know, if I want to have like a goddamn ice cream sandwich and a burger and whatever, like that, that has felt nice to sort of like just allow And then that's breakfast. And then you like start your day. (laughs) Self to be a And then a donut for lunch and then (laughs) creme brulee for dinner. Trader Joe's pumpkin muffin for breakfast. That's I tried a bite of it today. Yeah. It was, it was It's yeah. like cake. It really Delirious. is. It's not going to last forever. I'm allowing myself to do it for a moment I, lo- in time. I love that the, a muffin, it's so moist. <laughs> it is cake. It's just in muffin form. <laughs> we got to get it. <laughs> it's just missing icing. It's not yeah. muffin. Yeah. yeah, there's cake no icing breakfast. on that cake, okay? <laughs> oh, it's so good. You know, I, I'm, I appreciate so much that we're talking about all this too because like we clearly are not people who like – live to eat no i'm sorry we eat we don't eat to live we live to eat yes so, God, absolutely I hate that i fucked that up but we, you know. that's okay i stepped on your grinder joke earlier don't it's worry okay. about it no it's fine we 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 live to eat mm-hmm. like we are people who love to eat yes we live to eat i i love eating my way through a new city if i've never been there before i think it's just so fun to taste different <laughs> I was going to say taste different cultures and that might sound a little weird, but you know what I mean by yeah. that. Um, I love to. I don't know. I've kissed a bunch of strangers in my life. Mm-hmm. I, and All see, over that's the world. Beautiful. Yeah. Different hose and area codes, right? Many codes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> bunch of codes. The, the plus one, but also 411. Yeah. Zero one, zero one four. Shout out to the 818. And Shout the out. Haters of the. the I don't know. Damn it. Lost my speed. <laughs> what is your. What is. Where, what did you eat in. 
Dubai, the Maldives, and New Orleans that really got you going? Because I just ordered Gold Belly, um, and I ordered a muffaletta. I was craving a muffaletta ah, so hard cute. that I ordered one from Gold Belly, and um, and so yeah, I, I'm just always. I've never been to New Orleans, Dubai, any of these places. So I'm always curious what what uh, what you're snacking on. So in Dubai, we stayed at. Um what was it? Oh my gosh. The Andaz, the Andaz in Dubai, which is part of the Palm Jumeirah. And, um, they did have an all inclusive breakfast. So as you can only imagine when you wake up in the morning and then you just go down to a lobby full of all these wonderful things, like things that you're familiar with, unfamiliar, and you just take a little and try everything. Mm -hmm. Um, that's so much different as a touring comedian when they talk about the inclusive breakfast. Oh, this was extravagant. Okay. Because I was like, just like cornflakes and a banana, right? Oh, was there cottage cheese? Whoa. (laughs) There was. And then 50 other things. (laughs) So (laughs) I just picture myself. Who's the snake in Harry Potter? Uh, Nagini. And what is the name of the snake? I was, yeah. What was it, Mark? Nagini. I, I was picturing myself as like that snake heading down to that buffet and just unhinging so my jaw. And just like <laughs> doing like a one full body yes. slither through the whole thing. The jaw unhinge is crucial. Just Absolutely. Listen, that would, yeah. In that fact, that's rule. something I wish if I were a snake, that would probably be one of my favorite things that I could do is unhinge my jaw. And yeah. eat that whole buffet. Yeah. Oh my God. You can totally capitalize so much more time and like energy. We see Mary Jane. There's a fondue fountain sticking out of her side. <laughs> oh, oh man. I love that so much. Um, in terms of like the food in Dubai, like it was really, it was good. They, they have no pork whatsoever. Mm-hmm. That's definitely not a thing. Um, I do remember getting very happy about the fact that they had a mini donut station. That was very true to my calling. Mm-hmm. Um, there, There's really only one restaurant I have to talk about that was in Dubai. And this was, it's called Il Boro, um, Tuscan restaurant. Ooh. And it was some of the best Italian food I've ever had in my life. And they have another location, I believe, in London. Um, I forget where else they might have one, but it's Il Boro. And... Like, I've never had better grilled octopus in my life. And this was just the texture, the taste, the flavor, just all across the board, 10, 11 out of 10, I would even say. Um, And just the pasta dishes, the homemade pastas and the wines and then having, you know, a sommelier just coming around and like talking to that always makes your journey that much more personable. Right. Yeah. You know, I love wine and food pairing. I mean, I grew up that with that too especially with my family i mean that was a big thing you mean so. like beyond like seder and things like that oh yeah oh really you well, and my you, parents like... have a whole wine cellar and everything my cool. dad was the head of the wine chair committee at lakeside golf club for five years wow he knows let's get shit. into Yo, let's it go. yeah let's get cool. into yeah. it he knows his grapes all right yeah mm-hmm. heavy heavy in varietals so definitely um familiar like i have a good palate not to toot toot my own horn but like it's been exercised a couple times (laughs) (laughs) but um that was the restaurant that i loved so much and then when it came to uh new orleans um the uh gw finn's restaurant that was the first restaurant that we went to um and they had these lops lobster pot stickers i remember oh, oh fuck. it was delicious and just the texture the cream um gw like, finn's gw finn's that sounds like an attorney 
business. Totally. Mm-hmm. What, yeah. what do I mean by that? And, 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 and it is. And they're right above <laughs> the restaurant. Business. Really? No, no. <laughs> an attorney business. My brain just totally farted. But, you know, offer. I have an attorney business. Would you like to join in? Can I attorn for you? Yeah. <laughs> I ate a meal in new orleans that was um it was a crab stuffed veal chop what did you come across anything like that i mean no but that (laughs) sounds amazing it was too much it that that part i came across in new orleans too much (laughs) too much of everything Mm. just because i like talk about eating and drinking i mean the first full day that we had it was so it was my mom um my cousin taryn and my one of my best friends sarah who lives in minnesota Great town for some food, by the way. Um, Minnesota. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some really good eats. Also, mm-hmm. Juicy Lucy. We'll circle back. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, but... well, you still haven't given us your Smashburger opinion. Yeah, so. no, I can't wait to give that. Um, mm-hmm. I, I have a bite to to pick. No, nope, I'm sorry. Um, anyway, uh, Cafe du Monde, by the way. Oh. Worth the hype. Okay. Worth it all. Okay. Oh, my God. I even, like, I was a little proud of this one, but, like, you know, got a picture, put it on the gram, tagged it, captioned it saying BRB beignet right back <laughs> i was props it, it was it was a legit one of the best flavors i've ever put in my a mouth. beignet a beignet but like just the the um the the uh the it's hot it's fresh and it's like not thick in batter it's actually like really light and fluffy and crisp and it's sprinkled with love of you know um powdered sugar mm. and it's like and you've got live music playing in the street to boot. I mean, like it doesn't get much more New Orleans and beautiful in life than that. Yeah. And, and um, we had tried another beignet, and I forget the name of the place. Clearly not as memorable, but yeah. like it couldn't compare. And I love it, what you're saying about that because we were just talking about how like all of the best bites are mm-hmm. truly cinematic. Yeah. And that sounds like a cinematic it bite because it wasn't was. just about the actual beignet. It was also. Like you're saying, the setting, the it music, was. like those that. notes just like yeah. drift off, and you feel like you know it's that moment in Ratatouille with like you yeah, know, um, where it's like pairing this and this, and then listen to the symphony that it plays in your head, and yeah. it's just all these musical notes. It's the pairing of everything, mm-hmm. and that's also what makes food and and culture and just wine and weed and everything just so much more exciting and enjoyable. It levels everything up. So yeah, um, and also Pat Oswalt, come on the pot. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's right. Pat and I love you. <laughs> um, one more thing I do want to share about uh, New Orleans is that Sazerac Bar, which is in the Roosevelt Hotel, which is where we stayed. Aaron, who was our bartender, we visited him every night because we got the best. I've never had a better gin fizz in my life, mm. and I don't drink a gin fizz. No, I've never heard of thing. it. Yeah, right. This tasted like a key lime pie. Ooh. And Top like, three pie. Right? Yeah. Did it have an egg white in there? It did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that's why. Tradition. Why. Exactly. Yeah. Um, what are your top two on top, like, uh, with the three? Banana cream is number one. Okay. With, like, high. It needs to be a high pie. Yeah, high pie. Uh, key lime is number two. Yeah. And it's called French Silk, which is number three, which is like a chocolatey puddingy thing yes. with, like, cream on top and then shaved chocolate on top and a graham cracker crust. Okay. Whoa. Yeah. Where can one get that French Silk? Pie. Uh, it was in St. Louis when I had it. Um, R.I.P. to this restaurant. It was a pie restaurant similar to House of Pies, mm. but it was called Tippins, 
and you oh went God. there. Sounds like a law firm. For the pod. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> would you, Tippins, would you like to uh, attorn with me? <laughs> Tippins and attorns. They're ambulance chasers. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, it was like Cheesecake Factory style, but for pie. Okay. And, um, and it was yeah. in St. Louis. And every time we went there, uh, dessert first on that bitch. Hell yes. Dessert like first. That. Yeah. French silk pie. Let's wow. get it going. Crazy. And also, I will, similar to, I don't know if you ever watched Great British Baking Show at all? Um, I've I've dabbled a, a little. Dabble. Okay, yeah. so yeah. the thing not I'm not hearing- Not as much as Chopped, by the way. Well, we should we'll get, get into, into that, that too. <laughs> this is part one yes. uh, with Temis All. And um, the thing that I love about Great British Baking Show that no one is talking about is how great of a slice Paul Hollywood cuts. He always, he's-, he's um, generous in his slicing which i love Crucial. and tippins mm -hmm. as a pie place like you know i think you could get eight slices this is more of a six slice pie because they're so generous with their yeah. triangles mm -hmm. which i'll always appreciate oh yeah yeah he is very sort of assertive in that big slice that he takes mm -hmm. it's a, like a nice sort of like you feel you feel like you'd be taken care of by that slice landing in front of you with Paul yeah. hollywood and his yeah it's his super generous game. yeah yeah Love it. Um, speaking of a generous slice, mm -hmm. Aroma Cafe always gives a very generous slice. Have you guys ever been to Aroma Cafe? No. Well, if you fuck with pie, you fuck with cake, you fuck, you fuck with baked goods. Um, Muffins that are cake. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You will get it. You Unhinging your cookie. jaw. Yeah. I mean, um, but they, their, their slices. I think it's just so expensive because they literally give you such a big slice of yeah. cake of your serving. So. But I don't mind that. I'm not mad about that. Like if I want cake, I want I want uh right. you know not a full cake, but I'll take you know a half a slice of the cake. How much would you pay for a nice big slice of cake? Maybe it's a four tier with icing in between, or whatever your kind of cake that you're usually craving is. So What's your price point? My personal one or their price point? Your personal one. Oh, I, don't... I think it's fair. Like I mean. If we're talking like a really generous slice, I mean, I think it's reasonable to do seven to ten dollars. Oh shit! Yeah, I was gonna say twelve. Go like that. Oh, do I have a booger? You do. Oh wow! But on pod booger. Sorry, everyone. On pod. You can't you can't see it if you're listening. So lucky you. <laughs> <laughs> and thanks, Mike. Cake. <laughs> seven to ten. Well, maybe that's just me being like generous to. Oh, I was thinking 12. I so mean, I love that you're a little lower. Well, I think it used to be and then it just got raised over time. I feel like I paid for a slice of cake at one point. That was $7. I mean, we're paying $7 a gallon of gas right now. So now we're paying $12 a slice of cake. Yeah. <laughs> crazy. I mean, yeah. Inflation's California's real, crazy. <laughs> yeah. California's, California's on another level. crazy. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, but I do remember paying at one point like $7 for a slice of cake. And I also remember filling up my tank for less than 20 bucks one time. Yeah. So times have changed, people. Fuck yes. But yes, I, I mean, now nowadays, I think 12 is probably our range. So. Do you want to try something on pod? Yeah. Yeah, what? We got to. I've Part of waiting. our new segment. Yes. You're here on a very special occasion, Tama. I love we were actually it. waiting until you were our guest to do this. Seriously? Right. Truly. Yep. Guys, I'm honored. Um, because today is a very cool day in weed and grub uh world. Yeah, we are going to taste the new line of sumo snacks in collaboration with Snoop. They have released Stop Uncle it. Snoop's Tasty Snacks, and there are two flavors with Sumo Snacks, and you can check them out at sumosnacks.com. There's a link to them in the show notes. You can get a free unmedicated sample of Sumo Snacks if you go on their website. And uh, we love Sumo, and they sent us over the new flavors to try. Uh, so it's a Funyun? 
Yeah. I love and Funyuns. it's infused. Yeah. And oh. they just partner with Snoop Dogg to do it. So I love Snoop Dogg. It's like all over the news. It's awesome. Wins. There were some tweets for it. Um, so there's two flavors, but I want to try the flavor that you'd be most interested okay. in. Okay. There's so. onion. There's like regular uh, or spicy. Oh, spicy you want to try the spice? I mean. Okay, we're cracking. Yeah, I mean, we can crack Yeah. Um, and then the yeah. chili you limon. this one. I heard this was a party in your mouth. Oh, it's so good. That is a party okay. in your mouth. Great. I would make a seven layer dip with the chili limon. Oh. And then they also have all these flavors that we've oh got back gosh. here. If you're watching our YouTube, you can see everything. Uh, but today we are going to try. Let's try that spicy onion. Because I love onion. But I do like, too. Kick a little spice. Oh right? hell yeah! Like mm-hmm. kick it up a notch. As <laughs> These are called snazzleos, <laughs> spicy yeah. onion, and it's uh, we've got the bag here that's uh, 100 milligrams for the whole bag. Okay. Perfect to share. Uh, Archie, that's not for you. Archie the dog is also here on pod today, and he hi, wants Archie. to try. Say hi to your fans, Archie. Go to sumosnacks.com. Also, thank you, Sumo, for letting us try these. Yeah. yeah. Um, I feel like they're, I don't know, it's cool to be on, love being on a list. You know what I mean? Who doesn't? Who doesn't? I love a good list. Yeah. Hang on, I also like making them. <laughs> I, I was looking on Twitter at these, and there's like people who are like, make sure you lay out a blunt. And some snazzios on 420 for Snoop uh, Dogg. Yeah, Santa Snoop. Yeah, Santa Snoop. You get <laughs> to be it. our first Thank you. on pod sampler. Oh, they're red. Oh, sweet. This reminds me, this is like a Flaming Hot Cheeto situation we got mm-hmm. going on right now. That has grown into my top five. Oh. Flaming Hot Cheetos have raised the roof to get into my top five chips. I love that. Check this these out. This really great. does taste like a Funyun, like a Flaming Hot Funyun. Flaming Hot Funyun mm. is the name of my new improv troupe, by the way. <laughs> really? No, not at all. <laughs> you had me. These are I love them. They're so These delicious. are fantastic. The thing that I just did that was really pleasing in my mouth was that I kind of let it dissolve a little bit. Like, do you ever, like, suck on Funyuns to just get yes. the extra onion yeah. hit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know, you know what? what? I think this would be a great topping for a green bean casserole. Oh, come on, yes. Mm-hmm. A medicated that, green bean? That or even, I'm sure the onion one. I mean, what I love about onion flavor, especially like mm. for a chip, um, I really usually compare it back to the Maui chip. Yes, Maui's a great Those chip. Those are the best. Oh, man, um, these are good. Speaking of Maui and traveling, I'll be there next month. What's up? What? My mom is turning 7-0. Oh, my God. Ladies and gentlemen, 70 years old. She is. So What's your mom's from- name? Dorothy. Happy birthday, Dorothy. Yeah. Happy birthday. I love Dorothy. a snazzle Okay, here's my review on it. Okay. Hot. Yeah. Hit, the spice hits the back of the tongue real nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that you taste the onion first and then the spicy second. So I want to get another one so that I can retaste the onion flavor again. You know, it's like a two-part thing. Like we had somebody on... Um, they have their own brand named Tempo Crackers, mm-hmm. and they always do- Shout out Robert. Shout out Robert. And he's like, the key to a really good flavor combo is you taste one and then the other, and oh, which makes that. you want to go back into the bag to taste that first flavor again. And these are nailing that because it's onion, spice, onion, spice. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm. I feel the zones on my tongue really totally. clearly. Like the, the heat is activating the side zones of my tongue, and then the front is- Is the front sweet and the back salty? I can't remember. My tongue feels like a landing strip. For the snazzleos <laughs> coming in hot. Snazzleos coming in hot, landing perfectly. Great more. job, Sumo Snacks. Yeah. And Snoop, honestly, I mean, he obviously has his finger on the pulse of everything that's good. Yeah, everything in cannabis. he touches turns to weed. It's amazing. Yeah. That's what <laughs> This I mean. is such a good gift. It really yes. is. Thank you so I'm much. I'm sorry, but like holidays are upon us. And if I. 
That's a great idea. This is fantastic. Bomb. Don't idea. give it out to kids for Halloween, but do give it to your friends for Halloween yeah. okay. and Thanksgiving That's and Christmas. Idea. Like these are bomb, dude. The quality and the flavor, everything's Fuck. there. Yeah. My taste buds are currently dancing. They're yeah. happy. When it comes to spice, I have to be careful because if it, if it gets a little too spicy, I start hiccuping. Mm-hmm. Like that's the sign. Um, so these are like not overpowering either, which is really nice. They're enjoyable. I like them a lot. Fucking delicious. Yum. Um, they are available currently at all MedMen locations in California. Nice. So if you are planning a Thanksgiving or Friendsgiving or however you celebrate, I highly recommend this be in your snack bowl. Have you ever done fried turkey? Um, one time, yeah, deep fried turkey. Deep fried turkey. Yeah. Um, I was watching a video on deep we fried got a turkey. Thumbs up from producer Mark on that. Um, <laughs> and they did a um a classic um um spicy breading. Howlin' Rays. They did oh, the Howlin' yes. Rays mm-hmm. on a fried turkey. If you blitzed this up and mm. and fried your turkey and then used the um snazzlos yeah. to like cover it, yeah, I think that would be really delicious. Hell yes, that would be that would amazing. Be bomb. Also, you could throw um, some of the other flavors into stuffing. Like you could put some chili what limon. What a brilliant limon. idea. We're just going yeah. <laughs> to envelop an entire turkey. With, yeah. Well, shit. And when we do dinner. Thanksgiving, let's crack some sumo snacks yeah. and like do some things. You want to do a whole Thanksgiving great. with uh, some sumo and set it up? <laughs> you know that's why he does that voice drop. You know. <laughs> because you can take the salsa verde and put them in mashed potatoes with like a garlic mashed potato. That's so smart. Right? And then you have a little hit of chili in there. I am getting very excited about this. It is going to be a thousand milligram Thanksgiving. Oh, I cannot wait. It's well, as long as it's chill. my house. I'm doing the opposite of Cali sober. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's a crippling Thanksgiving. <laughs> We're crawling out of here. Guys. We're getting legless. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think that brings us to our Grubble Gazette news segment, correct? Yeah. Awesome. Um, because I am stoked about this story. Uh, because it's about psychedelics and uh, you know mm. we always love reporting what's going on in psychedelic policy this is from marijuana moment uh, and the headline is colorado governor unsure how he'll vote on psychedelics legalization ballot initiative despite previously backing reform mm. archie is panting because he doesn't like the way this sounds but it's a uh, the new story is that the colorado governor jared polis who has been really progressive on cannabis mm-hmm. um is saying that he's currently undecided on how he's going to vote on a historic ballot initiative that would legalize psychedelics possession and be um, it would be behind creating psilocybin healing centers throughout Colorado. Um, even though he's voiced support for decriminalization, he gave a noncommittal response when he was asked about the ballot measure, and he said um, he was going to be reading the blue book and making a decision after much discussion, uh, and Marijuana Moment is just calling it out and saying that... Sorry. What are you doing, Mike? I'm, now I'm snacky. <laughs> <laughs> I'm snacky. Whatever Mike gets bored during the news, he just he like... turns off and snacks. Yep. That's so All right. True. Well, we're done with the news. No, okay. we're not. I have things to say about it. Go ahead. Keep going. No, I'm done. You talk now. Oh, my mouth is full of snacks. <laughs> okay. I mean, I'll hold them for you. What do you think, Tema? Um, so... In terms of like where he stands on wanting to actually put it on the ballot, like having it become, is it? It's going to be on the ballot and he's just saying that he's undecided about supporting it. Like he doesn't know how he's going to vote personally on this historic ballot initiative, even though like it'll be a voter initiative. Right. So it's not up to him whether or not it passes. Legalized in the state of Colorado. That's correct. As of now. So this would legalize psychedelics possession and then there would be psilocybin healing centers legal under this. And the only other states in 
in our country that actually have legalized psychedelics. I mean, as of now, it's just Oregon, right? And they've been decriminalized, not legalized. They're okay, currently not right. legal in any state. Right. Yeah. Okay. Which makes sense. Yeah. Um, I I don't know how I feel about him. I, I can share my personal opinion about psychedelics in general. I think that it's great in doses and I think it can be used medicinally. And I think that it doesn't need to be always happening for one person like constantly. I think that everyone has to use it to their own like dose and their advantage, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So like um, I, I am for healing centers. I think that that's great. I, there was a documentary that came out recently. I forget the name of it, but it's the one that has each um, drug as like their own episode. So uh, where um, one is psychedelics, another is LSD, another is... Is it like a vice show or is no, it a Netflix it's on show? Netflix. It's on and Netflix. It was um, with a, I think he was a, a scientist or a doctor, but um, bringing back, you know, legalizing. Um, Are you talking about the Michael Pollan series? How to Change it? Your Mind? Yes, that one. Thank mm -hmm. you so much. Yeah. Uh, we got there. <laughs> um, yes, I think that that is really helpful for people, especially with OCD or PTSD or yeah, anxiety. Um, depression and anxiety. Mm -hmm. I think that when you use it for medicinal purposes, I'm all for that because why suffer through life? If you're trying to enjoy it, you should be enjoying it. And if it takes some shrooms to get there, fucking go for it. Right. But um, I don't understand why he is not a is well, not this, for it. Right. This is the thing. Like he the this article on marijuana moment is calling out that it is sort of a repeat of 2012 when right. Colorado voters were you know on board to legalize cannabis, but um. A lot of the state representatives were like on the fence about it until they saw which way the voters went. So right. it's sort of like that political thing of like ah. waiting to see which way the tide goes. And then obviously right. you come in, out in support of whatever the voters want. So it's just an interesting story that like it's even on the ballot in Colorado, sure. I think, is the is the real story is like voters Let's will have an opportunity that. in November to decide whether or not they want this to be a possibility. Um, it's freaking I'm awesome. i for it, man. It would, uh, the Natural Medicine Health Act Initiative would accomplish um, possession, use, cultivation, and sharing of this list of psychedelics. Um, and it would develop rules for a therapeutic program. Um, it would be responsible for um, allowing people who have uh, the desire to use it in a psych scientific and religious context just sort of scanning this article. But anyway, I think it's kind of neat to see, you know, we'll, we'll pay attention to what's going on in Colorado next month. For bills like that, is there ever other areas of the bill that are not being mentioned in articles like that possibly? Like, you know how like here in California, you'll have Prop 30, but right. it'll like have 90 fucking things right. that I'm are being a part of to, Prop 30. Yeah, right now I'm being told to vote yes on it if I if I want to stop climate change and no on it if I want to keep dialysis centers exactly. open. Exactly, right. Which is so crazy. It's, like, what's What are we talking about? Right, why, right. And also, why is this my decision whether we do climate change or dialysis machines? Right, like, <laughs> yeah. In one, right. in one vote. Like, one what a fucking banana thing. So it's things like that. I always wonder if there are other areas of a bill like that that need to be addressed to fully understand sure. what what's on the docket. Right, you know? yeah. Well, this is yes on 122 as the thing that I just pulled up here that the article linked to. It's called a breakthrough treatment to help Coloradans heal. Proposition 122 um, would create a state-regulated system for supervised access to psychedelic therapies. So it's a thing. Yeah, it it's, sounds it's like a it's a thing. Interesting to um, follow and update when we know more after the election. Yeah. Also, if you don't vote for that, you're a loser. Yeah. We don't totally. know that. <laughs> I mean. I think you're a loser. You think I'm a loser? I think if you don't vote for that, you stink. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
all right. Well, I'm not My, voting in Colorado. But. Wait, Mary Jane, Mike would never think that you're a loser, like a real one. Oh, we get into it sometimes. Yeah. We definitely, we get it. We scrap. <laughs> it's true. Really? Yeah. Okay. Because here's the thing. Um, uh, do you want to hear one? Yeah. Can I be Can this I be open about it? Oh, sure. Like if, I'm like a fog. Okay, let's go. <gasps> yeah, All right. yeah. So we were on our way to a um, this weed thing this weekend, mm-hmm. and I was like, I was telling Mary Jane I had a set at the Hollywood Improv, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I was going to work on some new stuff. Yeah. Um, political, like short term political things, just things happening in the world. Yeah. That um, I have a window of two weeks to make a joke about, and mm-hmm. then time to move on. But it keeps me writing. Right. And I was saying how like, oh, I'm working on this bit right now about how I don't think we'll ever get nuked because we make Marvel movies. And are you <laughs> fucking kidding me? We have Robert Downey Jr. Like you don't <laughs> fuck with us. Mm-hmm. We fuck with you. You don't fuck with us. We are action-packed Marvel movie center. You bomb us. No more Marvel movies the rest of the world. Are you out of your mind? And I was just pitching it. Thank you for laughing a bit. It's a half idea right now. Yeah. But Mary Jane, what Mm -hmm. did you say? I said there's a high possibility that we could get nuked at any moment, and I worry about it all the time, so I don't think that's funny. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. And like, I felt my creative glitter just kind of like (laughs) fall to the bottom (laughs) of the. My creative glitter. And it was the beginning of our day together because we were going to hang out all day. It was Saturday, and we were on our way to like one cool weed thing, and then we were going to another thing. And then we were like, yeah, I was going to go see Mike. I saw Mike perform that night. Right. Obviously, we worked through it and had a great time because we always do. But definitely in that moment, he just turned to me and he was like, Jesus Christ. Like, I'm just working on a fucking bit. And I was like, yo, dude, I'm having a whole day that you don't even know about that you didn't, we didn't talk about when I picked you up. So maybe I'm feeling kind of serious. And then we just kind of had to have it out yeah, like yeah. you do when you um, are communicative with someone that you care about. Yeah. Also, Not necessarily a fight. No. Uh, it was a fight. I was mad. <laughs> I was pretty fucking mad. I felt emotions. Yeah. yeah. I was like, because I was mm-hmm. like, okay, well, I. That's the end of that bit. Yeah. <laughs> you felt shut down. I felt shut down. Yeah. That. And that's yeah. not a good feeling. And I am, yes. And I am sorry for that. And part of the reason that I think things like that happen between us too, Tema, mm-hmm. is because um, you read a lot more news than I do. I just grab a headline and then form an opinion that sure. I think could be funny on stage. Well, and you, and you're like, well, actually, if you knew anything about the world, and right. I'm like, ew, that's why I open chips while you're talking. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, and then the... but I then I feel shut down sometimes. So it's like that constant dance of back and forth of like how much shutting down is funny and spicy and friend vibes, and then how much is the part where we're like, okay, let's let's actually address this. Do you both feel heard in this conversation? Oh yes, too? absolutely. Yeah. Well, the key um, that we have found is walk and talks. Oh, I love that fucking talk. walk and talks. Oh, I love that. Yeah, that's so great. Because I think um, your guards down. Yeah. yeah, and you're not making eye contact. This is something yeah. that I've discovered. It's easier for me to unburden my heart when I'm next to the person that I'm, yes. you know, trying to communicate with, but I don't necessarily have to look at them the whole time. Like, I can say yeah. more when I'm, like, looking, observing a squirrel in a tree, but you're right next to me. Yeah. And we did some fat walk and talks. We actually microdosed and, like, had a, you know, told oh, roll around the real city. real fat and... walk and mm-hmm. talk. Yeah, Because I good. thought my joke was funny. and I was like, we're going to get nuked any minute. I'm real freaked out about it. <laughs> <laughs> Hot did topics. you see Morbius? It's yeah. not holding up. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. My yeah. Gosh. So, yeah. So stuff like that, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I appreciate your honesty. You both are so connected in so many ways, too. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Um, Can we try this? Yeah. Please? We have to. Tema? Yeah. Hint, hint. Oh, yes. I would love... <laughs> yeah. Let we me set think- it up. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
One of the reasons not only do I love following you on Instagram, but I love knowing you, yeah. um, is not only because your family seems cool as shit, um, you go on these wonderful vacations, but you also have like family meals that look like I would pay money to come eat at your house. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't know how else to describe it. You are a family of cooks, yes. a family of people who love flavors, and your Instagram, the DM you sent me leading up to today that was like, FYI, here's the recipe in case mm -hmm. you want it. I'll, I'll say no more except you're a fucking family of chefs, and it's so exciting that you brought food today. I, you know what? Who else brings eggplant parmesan to a podcast? Ah. You're the first, <laughs> and I'm so excited, and I hope I'm not the last. <laughs> hey, it's hard to follow. This yeah. is now yeah. what every guest must do if they want to come on here. That is very true. You hear well, that, when Patton? When I texted you, I was like, I, I mean, yeah, yeah, Patton, you hear that? <laughs> I, when I texted you, I was like, what can I bring? And you were like, good energy, and I'm like, and eggplant parmesan. You got it. Sounds yes. good. Great. Well, by all means, after you, if you want to get into it, yes. take a little bite. Well, let's talk about your dad. Oh, yes. Let's talk about my dad. My dad, um, he loves to cook. He uh, sells insurance by day and he cooks by night. And um, he loves, he, he just, it's such a passion for him and he's so into it. And you can tell that he puts his labor of love into it too because of the time that he puts into it. From the moment that he decides what he's going to cook to going shopping to the preparation, the actual cooking, and then the serving. He does not do the cleanup. That is our job. So, and that's totally fine. But it is, this is, um, this is one of my favorite recipes that my dad likes to make. It's eggplant parmesan. You could do this also with chicken parmesan. Um, but we went with a, a mm. veggie friendly situation. These are like, like steaks of eggplant, right? Yeah, and it smells. I have to say, we just, Off I'm sure top. everyone could hear us crinkling open our uh, cutlery, and I just cracked the top of this. Archie is now. You want some, don't like you, hungry, buddy? Like a wolf. It's crazy. The smell is so tomatoey <laughs> rich and wonderful. I love this right now. Okay, I'm wait. so excited to experience this. First bite right this. here. <laughs> oh my God. Isn't that insane you know i don't like eggplant except when it's in parm oh really and then it's my favorite thing oh well welcome to heaven mm. <laughs> it's so wonderful eggplant parmesan is love it really is it's it really love is. i think a lot of italian foods are love but there's something special about eggplant parmesan and also oh my just God. seeing it all put together and just that the sheet of cheese. Does your dad bread each piece oh, of yeah. eggplant? Yeah, that's actually a really important part of the process of cooking also, is that you want to um, lightly breadcrumb each side of the eggplant parmesan, and then you um, you put it on the frying pan, and just until it's like lightly golden on both sides, then you take it out, you let it, you like drain it, and then, um, and then you put it like, you know, like in a lasagna, you basically stack it all up together. Bada bing, bada boom. Hey, Michael how you liking it, Mike? So he's, he's going ham on it. It's so fucking good. Isn't that amazing? It's so good. <laughs> it's crazy. What I also love is that crispy edge. Like yes. this, this a is crispy the lace parm edge. edge. That's the lace edge right there. Damn, that's good. That wow. was also why I was like excited to jump in in that smash burger. I was like, hell oh, yes. Eggplant parm. I'm going to get lace. some wrist juice from this. So, what are some other go to recipes for your family? My dad. Yeah. 
Um, one of the reasons I liked him growing up mm-hmm. was his enchiladas that he I made for us. I love enchiladas. I yeah. enjoy making enchiladas. Do it's you? Real, yeah, it's easy. You know what you guys enjoy? I've had, uh, seriously, I brought it for you guys to enjoy. Thank you so much. Oh my God, Thank my you. pleasure. This is incredible. Yeah, it's so good, right? Mm. Um, some other recipes, I, I mean, my dad makes a homemade pesto for pesto pasta. Ooh. I love um, the salmon that he makes. He just, the way he cooks it is so good. Um, both on the grill and also if you wanted to pan sear it like um, or bake it. Actually, when you bake it, pan sear it first and then throw it into the oven Salmon? to bake. Yeah. Is that right? Mm. So it stays crispy and then yes. goes cooked through? Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Game changer, I'm telling you. Because um, we're about texture, right? So um, shrimp scampi, uh, chicken piccata. I love the chicken piccata he makes. So my mm. um, my dad's parents, my Bubby and my Zadie, mm, were just nice. the best. They're, um, my dad's from upstate New York, Elmira specifically. And my Bubby just was the best chef. She always cooked. She made homemade blintzes and like, you know, just all these lovely dishes. And my dad grew up with that and he took on with that. And so he's really just kind of brought that into our family. And my mom is like, well... I, you know, Bob Cook, so who am I to take that away from him? <laughs> um, and then my favorite line she likes to say is, I'll let you do the dishes. Like, <laughs> oh, thank you so much for the permission. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, I have a, a hard-hitting question for you. Yeah. How, can he make Jewish food? Yeah, of course. Because it's disgusting. Oh, he makes he can make chalun, which is really what good. What is chalun? I've never heard of chalun. Um, it's kind of like brisket, um, mm. but he also makes brisket. I think it's I think chalun is brisket. It's like a different part of the cow. Um, Delicious. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he. I mean, he can make homemade blintzes. We love we love repurposing challah bread and mm. making French toast or making oh, just yeah. like a. Um, just like a simple breakfast sandwich. I love a runny yolk. So anytime that we get some challah bread and runny yolk together, I mean, talk about the musical notes hitting your ears and your mouth, <laughs> yes. right? It's just top a bite. symphony. Um, top bite for sure. Um, man, he just, he, he, he has all these different recipes and then I've taken on after that too, but then I also add my flair of creativity and this is like where I want to circle back to Chopped because I feel that that inspired so much of creativity because it's repurposing food and whatever you have at your fingertips. So um, that's where I feel so like free in the kitchen is like with the creativity of being able to just like reconstruct, break down and repurpose and voila, now you have, you know... um, well, this is our cream corner then. This is this is our cream corner. So Welcome we have, to cream corner. Oh. Chopped cream corner. We have oh. a new segment uh, because we were talking so much about the food that just made us like kind of honestly horny. Yeah, and we were like, that's that's got to be our new section, our new segment. Every week we're going to do a creamed corner, mm. where we discuss something that just made us, you know, made our mouths water and our our pants juicy. I don't know how to say it. Was, being weird. You won't say cream. You won't say cum. I, I said you it. Won't say cream. I said cream corner. Right, but make your pants cream. Right. And P- panty soup. <laughs> panty soup. This belt cap keeps getting better. Um, oh, my God. So this what are the things corner. that have made you have made your mouth and pants and your whole body orgasm? This eggplant parm. 100%. Is in there, right? Yep. 100%. Yeah, I would say so, too. That's crazy cheesy. I mean, mouth, mouth water, loins, moist. Okay. <laughs> That's moist what producers. <laughs> thanks producer mark um (laughs) let's see i love just a really good this is gonna sound so simple but like 
crisp pepperoni pizza. Mm. Like it just has to be the cheese and the proportion, the ratio of like cheese and sauce and crust, like a thin. Um, I love something like uh, Milo and Olive, which is right on Harvard um, Street in Harvard and Wilshire Boulevard uh, in Santa Monica, which is where I actually live. That's where my apartment is. Um, That place has some of the best pizza that I've had. Also, Pizzeria Moza has phenomenal pizza. Yeah, that's my neck of the woods. Oh yes, mm-hmm. they have they have this one pizza. I think that they have like a breakfast egg or something like that on it. Um, I really love pizza. Pizza yeah. mm-hmm. really makes me guffaw. <laughs> <laughs> like, and also a hot donut, man, mm-hmm. fresh out the fucking oven. You know, cream I, corner, hot beignet. Hot beignet. Hot Is beignet. there a donut that's that you? Excuse me, I'm salivating so much I forgot to swallow. Um, <laughs> I just literally drowned in my own. <laughs> Wet mouth. <laughs> yeah. Um, is there a because um, donuts are a it's my big thing. part of your life? Yeah. Is there one that takes the cake oh, over all I the see others? What you did there. Mm-hmm. Um, you didn't enjoy it. I loved it <laughs> in here. <laughs> um, you know i I love a good cronut like. Um, and I feel like you can, I, I used to get cronuts at DK's donuts. That was a really great place, but I honestly, this, this place doesn't get enough hype is the donut hut on Magnolia Boulevard in Burbank. They are constantly churning out fresh donuts and they are so good. Like when they are fresh and like iced, like, you, you know, you see like the cum, like, I'm sorry, the, the icing, that's what I meant when they just like shake it all over the donuts. Um, and it's just like, there's nothing more mesmerizing, I think, than seeing a donut come to life. Mm-hmm. Um, but to answer your question, a favorite one, like I do love a chocolate donut. I love a long john. But um, also a side note that I have to share a fun fact about me. I used to suck my thumb um until i was 15 and uh then i switched to dick <laughs> but then my um my thing about the thumb sucking thing sorry is i just that... picture your thumbs as dicks yeah <laughs> whoa <laughs> it's halloween time whoa crazy um can't wait for you to never get that image out of your head ever <laughs> um my uh we used to have a um a nanny who lived with us a living housekeeper Ines um, who unfortunately recently passed away but she helped raise me Mm -hmm. and I remember when I was really young and I was sucking my thumb and she was like Tema what does your thumb taste like without hesitation a chocolate donut that was my response so like I I really go way back with chocolate donuts I love a good chocolate donut Um, and the texture is very simple Mm. Wonderful. Yeah. I'm sorry about your, that sounds Thank like she was you. an amazing part she of your really life. She really was. Yeah. Ness? Yeah. Ines. Ines. Yeah. From Chile. She wow. was wonderful. I mean, she helped raise me and Noah. So, and, um, that was your baby brother. Uh, Noah is my younger brother. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Noah and I are, uh, are you nice to him? I love Noah. Oh, Noah and you're I a get good along big there. sister. Yeah. There was a part, especially because we had a we have a six and a half year age difference. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I there was a period of time, obviously, like when I was trying out like cigarettes and alcohol mm-hmm. and weed. And I was like, well, I don't want him finding out because he's gonna rat on us. But like I remember coming back from college. It was my sophomore year, it was during October. Um, and I came home for like a weekend or whatever and he's setting up for Halloween and I just remember walking up to the house and I was like, he's cool. Like I accept him now. Like I accept myself too. You know Mm. what I mean? Like I just, Noah and I get along so well and just the whole family, we're, we're a pretty close unit and, uh, he talk about a cook. 
That man can hold it down on the grill. Oh, word? Oh, oh yeah. He's so good. Talk about a meat thermometer. Ooh. He knows how to use one. Oh, wow. It's I also a weird like way a to human, talk about my brother. He, <laughs> my brother, the human meat thermometer. Yeah. Shout he out is. Noah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What's cooking in the kitchen, huh? You should put that in his Tinder bio if he has one. Actually. Human he's... meat thermometer. <laughs> yeah, ladies. Or I mean, I don't know if he dates women or men, but he's... Uh, uh, thank you for asking. He's um, He does have a girlfriend. They're mm-hmm. uh, pretty committed to each other. Does so. she know how good he is with meat oh yeah okay oh she knows <laughs> <laughs> a little too much okay, okay. all right this is an awesome cream corner i know right <laughs> is it time for us to move Remember on to buds the of the week part? yeah <laughs> well do you have any cream cream shares yes please i want to hear my cream share today is the eggplant parm yeah that is oh, my I creamy dream that. it Yay. was so truly you know there's only the thing that i truly believe about eggplant parmesan mm-hmm if I'm saying it right, oh yeah, being love is that the only way that you can truly have it properly is when it's made by someone at home yeah. with love for someone that they love. Aww. I don't think I would ever order it in a restaurant because this is the exact way that it should be had. That's what you want. And you brought it to us with oh, love. So I'm guys. so grateful. Like that is truly my cream corner that is like a mouthful of your dad's love for you. I just ate a mouthful of your dad's love for you. And that's also a, and that's my a cream great corner. track for a song, by the way. A mouthful of love for you. A mouthful of Tama's dad's love. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to love this segment, by Woo. the way. Thanks. What's your dad's name? Bob. Thanks, Bob. Yeah. <laughs> Chef Bob. Thanks, Chef Bob. Oh, that rules. All right. Yeah. Could we get to Buzz of the Week yeah, now? Yeah, let's get to Buzz of the Week. just make mine Chef Bob, but uh, no, please. <laughs> I know. I, like, you start right. out. Um, well, well, is it possible for me to go second sure. this week for Buds of the Week? I can go first. Okay. I'd like to go second, and you'll see why when I go. Okay. Are you familiar with Buds of the Week? Yes, I am. Okay. Just sort pick a of. bud or many buds or something yeah. you want to shout out that everyone who listens should be excited about and check out themselves. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Things we love to draw attention to. Um, my Bud of the Week this week is a friend of the pod. Um, I'm a big fan of what they do on Instagram. Beard Bros. Beard Bros oh, Farms. Yeah. They um, are a, an amazing follow. They were um, all the way up to 120,000 and then Instagram deleted their main page. So now give them a follow at Beard Bros Farms and that's P-H-A-R-M-S. And they are a great source of cannabis news and just like a touchstone for the culture. They really come from cannabis. So they report on the industry from a community standpoint, which I really love. They're, they're growers. They are nice. patients. They are brothers. <laughs> they are great people. And they are so smart and so funny. And uh, Mike and I got to hang out with um, them at the Weed Maps Super Bowl party yeah. and shoot the breeze. And like, it was just so cool to really like talk to someone who is, uh, it's Billy, who we chatted with, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Billy- Well, don't take my word for it because um, you ushered me out of there before I puked all over the mansion. So <laughs> I'm, I, I remember weird... it, but yeah. I don't remember it. Well, that Weed Mouse party, was a, that was the situation where you were passed a joint that had been dipped in something or rolled in something and we oh, weren't yeah. sure what it was. That yeah, was and then those situation. dudes cornered me and I was like so out of pocket that I couldn't get away from them. Right. And That's I started like walking scary. on the edge of a fountain, okay. making these weird beelines towards like cliffs to try and escape. Yeah. And Mary right. Jane like grabs my arm is like, I got you, I'll take care of you and oh then like got God. me out of there. So I don't remember the beard bros exactly <laughs> at that party. <laughs> well, this is also why you forgive me for ruining your jokes, is because I got you in weird situations. True that. So 
I can ruin Fair a joke enough. or two. <laughs> <laughs> In a situation or two, apparently. Just like, you know, storing my uh, my joke ruining credit for... <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just like really cool to... Ch- I mean, they're so informed and opinionated. Mm-hmm. And it's just a really great combination because, you know, there's too much opinion out there without information. And oh, a lot yeah. of information without opinion. And that's never fun. So nope. the intersection of both uh, from very knowledgeable and cool people who come from the community and have a great perspective on the industry mm-hmm. freaking awesome so follow beard bros farms for everything you kind of need to know they're really they're reporting like right now they just put up a story about how the emerald cup is um returning with the small farms initiative so they're Ooh. tapped in yeah, yeah they are. i love that yeah that's very rad to hear can i add one thing to the beard bro thing because you just inspired it yeah because they're a very successful company and they're also opinionated and hold people accountable it shows me that it can be done like you don't have to play nice with everyone so that you think you can like get ahead as a business. Right. Yeah. I really appreciate what they do across the board. I just love your boat of the week. That's awesome. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. They're, 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 yeah. Thanks. Yeah. I love them too. Come on the pod, guys. Like, <gasps> that sounds like a great month. February. February 2023. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I'll remember it. It's going to be great. I promise. Okay. Um, that's my butt of the week. Um, my butt of the week this week. No need to follow them, but I will say please go to their page if you'd like to donate to something in their honor. My butt of the week this week is my really great friend. His name is Sean Cooley. Um, I have known him for almost 10 years, and um, I love the guy. And he passed away unexpectedly last week. And it's really fucked up. But the thing that I want to leave this butt of the week on is a high note. Um, He's been raising so much money for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. Um, He lost his dad and his mom this year. It's the whole family. It's like really fucking fucked up. Um, But if you're looking for a place to put a little bit of money into this week um, and support somebody who is, um, I think they had raised, Sean had raised like, $200,000 $200,000 so far this year for Lymphoma and Leukemia Amazing. Society. So if you're looking for a place and you got a little extra scratch, please go to his Instagram. It's at Sean Coolish, C-O-O-L-I-S-H. Click the link in his bio to donate. It'll also be in our description for this episode. Um, and uh, I just love the guy and I miss the guy. And it's obvious he um, had a really big heart and he mm. had a lot to give. So that's my butt of the week. Love Cooley. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, thoughts with all of his friends and family and his wife and everything. It was like, yeah, really shocking that he went so young. I'm so sorry to hear that. Um, So that's why I wanted to go second. Got it. (laughs) So sandwich in some joy. Yeah. In between the, the sad meat. The sad meat. You know? Not the smash burger meat, the sad meat. The sad meat. Um, I, you know what? I'm going to shout out the, the nightcap. The Nightcap, um, which is a fun little comedy venue in Burbank. And um, I just did a show there last Saturday. Uh, Like, crushed it. (laughs) I tried (laughs) to say that modestly. You can't. Um, But, like, literally from beginning through the middle till the end, just a really strong set. It's a really fun venue. Great workout space. Um, you can get your, your sets taped there as well, which is really cool in 4k. It's great quality. Um, just good vibes all around. So shout out to the nightcap LA. Nice. And is their handle at the nightcap LA? It is at, yes, at nightcap LA. Nice. Yeah. And And they've got open mics there too? They do actually. They have- For aspiring comics? They do. They actually, on Monday nights, they've got a, uh, a bucket, um, a bucket 
I think, uh, for an open mic. And then on Tuesdays, it's Witty Titties. Whoa. Which is an all-female um, and non-binary uh, uh, mic. And then they have shows regularly on Fridays and Saturdays. Witty Titties sounds like a good place for me to show up and try some yeah, yoink and hoist. Dude, the yoink and hoist, <laughs> the, sure. the old yoink and yeah. hoist. Bring it that, back, baby. They're going to love it. They're going to they're gonna be like, who We've the got, fuck is this? Yeah, the master yoink and hoister. If you two tour together and you're meat falling off a bone and she's yoink and hoist, this is a sold out arena a sold, tour. There's no joke. I just not, literally haul my boobs out of my dress and flail them around you don't need much it's all about the physicality clearly less is more okay nightcap la we're coming yes we're coming this was a very very creamy and dreamy episode uh with some good jokes about your dad spoonfuls of love and um cream corner and i mean these snazzlos have me feeling snazzy so i'm great um so to end, please give everyone your plugs, but also what do you think about Smash Burgers, Tamara? Oh, I'm so glad that you asked. So um, I actually have a place that I think is a really good Smash Burger. It's Gold Burger in Highland Park. Okay. okay. Fantastic. Okay. I like the, it's their uh, their bar burger. What I love about it is that they have pickled red onions on this burger and the flavor compared, uh, like combined with the sauce that they have and the um, just the thinness of that smash burger, it really makes it a, a well-balanced burger for me. Um, but in terms of a smash burger, I need to have at least two smash burgers to feel like it's a real proper burger. Uh-huh. I can't do a single single patty. It's just not enough. Do you do would you go for just a double stack or would you do two singles? Ooh. Probably two singles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Double stack now we're really like trying to go to Flavor Town, I think. But, <laughs> <laughs> which is not a problem. But <laughs> like but yeah, I um I I I typically like a strong patty. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm with you on that. I like a thick patty. I like a thick fat one. Yeah. And a and a juicy wrist. Mm-hmm. Wrist juice. Wrist juice. Wrist juiced. Uh which uh, honestly, last question. Yeah. And please do your plugs. Have you had a juicy Lucy? I have. Um, How was that? Uh, where I had it was probably wait. There wait, was do you know place. what it is, Mary Jane? Is that a Minnesotan burger? Yeah. Um, it's not. Ju- I don't think it's just Minnesotan. I I maybe it's... invented somewhere in that area. Um, maybe somewhere in the middle. We can fact check. Hey Siri, what? where was the Juicy Lucy invented? Here's an answer from WorldAtlas.com. Juicy Lucy, also written as Juicy Lucy is a cheeseburger which was invented in South Minneapolis. Oh, nice. shit. All right, all right. There we go. It was. Siri came through. Thanks, Siri. Yes. Um, hold on. Let me ask my, my bestie. Because there. my concern about it is because it's it's a burger and the cheese is in the middle and mm-hmm. it's molten, mm-hmm. that it, the cheese will never cool down. Like my biggest problem with manicotti is how you have to wait 48 hours to actually eat it <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. served to you. Nuclear in your mouth. It's nuclear. Yeah. So like my big thing with a Juicy Lucy is I'm afraid that it would like, like I just never be allowed is to it eat like it. Is it like a hot pocket of cheese inside a burg? Yeah, it's like melted oh, cheese inside of the burger. That's crazy. How was it? I mean, pretty good from what I remember. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's just a, okay, fi- uh, 
Five to Eight Club is the name of the place that we had. The Man, your bestie trip. gets back to you fast. Yeah, that's why she's my bestie. What's her name? <laughs> Sarah. Hi, Sarah. What up, Shout Sarah? out to Sarah. Jeez. Yeah. That was a record response time. My I besties know. don't fucking get back to me for like a she's, day. She was probably also thinking about the Juicy Lucy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. She doesn't I leave said, you on read. I, I literally said, where was that Juicy Lucy from? The one in the restaurant we went to. And she said, Five to Eight Club, but Matt's is better. Okay. Holy shit. Two seconds later. Look Sarah. at that. She's But she comes in like you know with with the hot hot info i love it <laughs> fucking love it hot um, top well tell everyone where they can find you and all of the cool shit that you're doing oh wow um so you can find me at temasol on instagram facebook and twitter and then also youtube and then at temasol official on tiktok for you tiktokers out there and where else i have a website temasol.com nice. i also guess what I brought my merch today, y'all. Oh, what? Fantastic. I got merch. Hell yes. yes. What? I had these made by Joey. Joey Orion. Shout out to Joe. I, Joey oh, Orion. Nice. That's not his name. Joey Orion. Joey Orion. That's yeah, not follow, his name. Give Joe, Joe Ryan. Joe Ryan. J-O-R-I-O-N. Joe Murphy. Follow. He's always Joe doing. Murphy. Joe Murphy. Yeah, Joey Murphy of. is always doing. Um, cool like inktober and all sorts of challenges oh, those those rocks. all good amazing. donuts holy yeah. smokes well, there's a fun? glitter saw good donut there's a glitter saw good donut and then that one is glow in the dark the black and white one yeah. glows in the dark oh, yeah this is so sweet oh, and it's rocks. a donut and it says Saul Good because my last name's Saul, and that's mm. my thing. Oh, the Saul donut Good. even has a little smiley face in yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> this is very cool. Isn't that fun? Tema, this rocks. Yes. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, guys. Come back anytime. Oh, I would love to be here anytime. You guys are the best. Um, also, please keep us posted about the goings-on like behind the scenes at Abbott yes. Elementary because that just sounds like such a wildly creative and fabulous place for you it to land been. at this point in your career thank as you, you continue to grow as a on-camera performer, first team. Second team, Thank all the you. teams. I appreciate that. It's so really much. fucking cool. It's a fun journey to be on, and I'm happy to share with you guys. So, dope. It's all good, baby. Yes, it's all good. It's all good. Follow us at Weed and Grub. Uh, email us at wg at weedandgrub.com. Leave a five star click on Spotify or Apple iTunes. Thank you. Um, we've gotten quite a few um this past week which feels really, really good. Leave a review if you'd like to do that. Um, follow Tema everywhere. Uh, click all the links in our show description. Keep sending whiz pics and also send in some topics that Mike and I should fight about because we're spicy. Yes. We are spicy. Spicy meatballs. I get weird at the end of the year because it's the end of the year right. and I get very spicy. So let's fight. Yeah. I yeah. want to see them fight more. Fight, fight. I'm spicy <laughs> no, too. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, listen, how much would anyone pay to watch us fight? Fist or mental? Ooh. Both. Both. Yeah, I'll fight with these boobs. Yeah. <laughs> Yoink and hoist and hoist, smack baby. you right around. Yoink and hoist. Like, What's your up, move, Mike? huh? Shut up. Just shut <laughs> My head turns all the way around. And then my body spins the other way. Nice. Yeah. Terrifying, but nice. <laughs> oh, my goodness. No, I love hanging out with you. And I'm so glad that you came to hang out with Thanks us. Thanks for having Tama. me to hang. It's Thank been a you. real pleasure. Awesome. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.